As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success podcast. My name is Dr. James Bryant, your host for the show. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. It is my pleasure to guide you along your journey of engineering your success so that you can win at work and at home. Welcome to today's show. Our topic on today's show is a topic that's very near and dear to my heart, and it's with communication. Uh, The title, I think we're going to call this seven tips engineers can use for more effective communication. We've been doing a few communication related episodes this year, but this one came up as a result of the market research survey that we've been doing on LinkedIn. But before we get into today's episode, I want to extend a personal invitation to the next engineer, your success on ramp on mastering crucial conversations. And you can think of this session as engineering your success, one crucial conversation at a time or one difficult conversation at a time. So this came up because we're thinking through these questions, like, do you find it challenging to engage in difficult conversations at work, at home? Are you delaying an important discussion that you know absolutely needs to happen, but for some reason, you're not pulling the trigger on actually having that discussion? Do you struggle with having conversations that you believe it's going to cause some level of conflict, so you're avoiding that conflict because you lack the right words to say? This sounds like you or you know someone who are dealing with these issues, then invite them to the Engineer Your Success on-ramp session on Mastering Crucial Conversations. So this session is going to be on Tuesday, March 21st, from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And it's going to equip you with the tools and strategies to help you navigate and master those conversations. So I look forward to seeing you there. There's a link in the show notes. There's a sleek bio link that we have in the show notes that points you to a mini web page that has all of the resources that we talk about. There's a link to all of the podcast episodes. There's a link to the blog. There's a link to the success on rent where you can actually click and then register. Uh, we're going to put some of those other links into the show notes today, but look for that sleek bio link that has all of the resources there in one place. So let's get back to this episode this week. Seven tips engineers can use for more effective communication. So last week, we started to break down the survey that we did on LinkedIn, the market research that we did on LinkedIn. So we surveyed over 300 engineering professionals, 60 engineering professionals responded to the survey. So the percentages that I talk about in terms of the responses are based on Uh, those 60 people that responded. 
people could respond to more than one of the particular answers. So they could choose more than one category. And so this is what it came up. And, and kind of the question was, for engineering professionals, what are the biggest challenges that they face in achieving success, both in their professional and in their personal life? And so the number one topic that was selected was diminished work-life balance at 22%. Burnout and stress was at 19%. The inability to effectively communicate, 15%. Managing time effectively was 13%. Professional networking was also 13%. Dealing with failure uh, came in at 6% and struggling with imposter syndrome came in at 4%. So last week, we spent time unpacking uh, diminished work-life balance, burnout, and stress. And over the next few weeks, we're going to have episodes that are focused on the other issues. So when we looked at those strategies for diminished work-life balance and burnout and stress, kind of we came up with a broad set of strategies to help you deal with both. Uh, One is setting boundaries. Two, learning how to delegate tasks. Don't take so much on yourself and learning to delegate and empower the people that are on your teams, the people that are in your life to be able to help support what you're trying to do. Schedule in breaks, uh, prioritize self-care, seek support from your family members, your colleagues uh, in terms of engaging people, letting them know what you're working through, what you're going through, because you do not want to do it alone and you don't have to do it alone. And then it's setting realistic expectations, not only for yourself, but understanding and setting realistic expectations and managing the expectations that others may have of you in what you're doing. So you can listen to that whole episode where we really take a deep dive into those two issues. It's episode 85, tips for overcoming the top two challenges for engineering professionals. But this week, we're all focused on effective communication. So I went through the survey and pulled out kind of a in their own words. I wanted to pull out some of the actual responses because in addition to people selecting the categories that they believed were the biggest challenges, they also had the ability to write in their answers or to respond with a direct message. And so what I'm about to read now comes directly from the survey respondents. And again, these are all engineering professionals. So this is not a situation where you have a quote unquote non-engineer that's saying, well, engineers can't communicate. I will always say this and I'll say this again. And I think it's going to bear fruit in this particular conversation is that engineers are great communicators. What? Yeah. Engineers are great communicators to other engineers. When they're communicating the technical terms that they are used to in their specialty and they're talking to other people that are in this specialty, they can communicate all day and night long. The issue becomes when a technical individual is trying to communicate to non-technical individuals and they may not be equipped with the skills or the tools to do so. So we're going to talk about some of that in this episode, but let's get to their own words. 
So the inability to effectively communicate, this is probably the most single variable that affects long-term success for engineers. Another response, most engineers struggle with communication. Many engineers struggle with putting technical expertise into language that non-technical people can understand. This often stymies their growth as an engineer who are adept at communicating are the ones who often get promotions and other opportunities. So in these responses, you will hear a common theme. If you want to get promoted, if you want to continue to progress in your career, in addition to your technical skills, in addition to your ability to do analysis, you have to have the ability to effectively communicate. Uh, Here's another response. Many engineers don't realize how important this skill effective communication is to their careers, but clear written communication and reports and emails are essential. And I would gather to say that clear communication and proposals is essential. I know you may have a team of people that are working on those proposals, but the more effective you are as an engineer making your contribution to writing those proposals, the better it's going to be for your organization, the better it's going to be for your career. Now, this is a much longer response in terms of one of the individuals who responded. And I didn't want to summarize it. I wanted to actually read this kind of verbatim. And this is what this respondent says. Engineers tend to be very analytical in nature and are often challenged to use words, verbal and written, to convey thoughts. I've certainly worked with some great communicating engineers and they typically rise up in the organization. What separates other brilliant engineers that do not flourish is that they have challenges with communicating. I've worked with an engineer with two engineering degrees from a prestigious university, but that particular individual struggled to communicate effectively. This respondent goes on to say that he uses this example to mentor younger engineers. And he asks this question, you know, what is the value of being brilliant? Hi, this is James, and I want to give you a personal invitation to come to the next Success or Ramp. These are small group complimentary monthly meetings to help you win at work and at home. Are you interested in setting and achieving goals, in building habits that stick, becoming a more powerful communicator? Listen, you do not have to do this alone. Register for the next success on ramp today and join other like-minded people who are on the road to achieve success both in business and in life. Use the link in the show notes to grab your spot today. If you cannot convey what you are doing to others, if you cannot explain what you're doing, if you cannot really communicate the value that you are bringing from their perspective. When I say from their perspective, you have to put it from the perspective of the person or entity that you are communicating to. It's not just the value that it is to you as an individual or to your organization. 
but is what is the value to the person that you're actually talking to, the person that you're actually communicating to? That is the value piece. And this kind of also transfers into presentation skills and public speaking. There are some engineers that are great public speakers, and there are others that get lost in the details. And when you're lost in the details, there's an inability at times to be able to pull away and to talk about the big picture. So communication skills in this context is all about doing a better job of putting technical expertise into language that non-technical people can understand and writing clear reports, emails, and proposals. So what are some of the reasons why this is? And, you know, I've been thinking about this. And one of the things that comes up is that we spend most of our engineering education working on the technical side. We spend the majority of it learning the basics, understanding the, the basic principles and the formulas, and then we start getting into our disciplines. And yes, we have to write reports. And if you're going to graduate school, you have to write your master thesis and your dissertation. But typically in that aspect, you're continuing to communicate to other engineers. And so you may not even realize, or, or at that time period, there may not even be a gap in communication, meaning in a person's ability to effectively communicate because of whom they're communicating to. But listen, in engineering projects, there are a lot of different stakeholders that are going to be there. A lot of different audiences that may or may not be technical. You have your clients, your, your stakeholders, the general public. And then the interesting thing is that each one of those have uh, different ways in which you have to connect and communicate with them. And when you're communicating with policymakers, that's a whole nother, you know, a whole nother layer of how to effectively communicate. I remember, I think it was Pete Ryan. Um, and I think this is when he used to be like the secretary of transportation for uh, the New Mexico DOT, but it was many, many years ago. And one of, I never forget, you know, he talked about the difference between working in a public agency and working in the private agency. And in a private sector, you know, you have your bottom line. You're looking at, you know, your profit margin. You're looking at, are, do you, are you profitable? Do you have the ability to uh, continue to drive your profitability? And he says, well, in the public sector, really your profitability is your goodwill. It's, the, it's, it's your name and the perception that the public has of the job that you're doing. So again, depending on whom your stakeholder is, will determine how you need to package what you're trying to communicate, will determine how you actually need to deliver that message. Okay. So here are the seven tips and strategies that engineering professionals can use to improve their communication skills. 
and overcome the challenge of that inability to effectively communicate. Number one, practice active listening. So active listening is an essential communication skill that really involves being present, paying attention to whom you're communicating to, and really seeking to understand their perspective before responding. And I would say this same skill helps you to understand their perspective when you're developing your talk, understand their perspective when you're developing your presentation, because this skill will allow you, will give you insight as to how you can package what you have to say in a way that will make an impact on the person you're communicating to. Another thing that you can do uh, when you're trying to uncover this is number two, you can ask clarifying questions. So when you are unsure about the meaning or intent of a message or um, a particular point of view, listen, you can ask clarifying questions to prevent misunderstandings to ensure that you are on the same page. And so the questions can help provide the context and confirm the understanding and establish those clear expectations. When you are writing, whether it's um, te- whether it is verbal, whether it is in a report, an email, a presentation, a number three is use clear, concise language. So technical information can be challenging to understand, especially if you're presenting to non-technical audiences. So you should use really clear and concise language to make that information more accessible. You know, avoid using jargon and then and those technical terms because people may not easily understand them. And that flows into number three, which is use visual aids. A picture is worth a thousand words. And it's not so much putting a whole bunch of data and showing all of the graphs, but can you find a visual that can make the point that you're trying to make that can communicate and convey what that bottom line is, what the value proposition is, what is going to be value to the community that you're communicating to. Number five is understanding how to develop emotional intelligence. And this really comes into play when you're having a person to person or even in group conversation, because emotional intelligence involves the ability to understand and manage emotions, both your own and others. And as you are developing this skill, you're practicing empathy, you're practicing um, active listening, you're practicing conflict resolution skills. And all of these things kind of fall under the broader banner of growing in your ability to be more emotionally intelligent. Listen, if you work on more effective communication, if you work on being more emotionally intelligent, I can absolutely guarantee you, you're going to build better relationships, not only in your personal life, you're going to build better relationships in your professional life. The clients are going to want to have you on their projects. The colleagues are going to want to have you on 
their team and the stakeholders are going to want to have you in the room for the discussion because people are attracted to others that are emotionally intelligent. Um, Number six is seek feedback, right? So really seek feedback from your colleagues, from your supervisors, from your clients, um, you know, on your communication skills. This one was really hard for me. Um, Now, you know, I've been doing public speaking. I've been doing other things for many years as I was working as an engineer. Then I got the opportunity to do a weekly one-hour radio show as part of the International Business Growth Radio Network. I was super excited. That really started me on the journey that I'm on now with this podcast, with continuing to develop my company. And so what it, you know, I I was on the radio and I'm going to tell you what, I'm just going to be honest. I suck. I was not good at all. I had subpar equipment at the time that was picking up everything in the room. You could hear a lot of, you know, my breaths and on the microphone, it was horrible. And I really didn't want to listen to my own voice. I didn't want to listen to my old episodes, but what I knew and understood is that if I wanted to grow, then I had to listen. And what I say there is that in order for me to actually find my voice, I had to listen to my voice and listen to those uncomfortable moments when I was doing a horrible job of communicating live on the air. I had to face the level of embarrassment. I had to apply self-compassion to, had to apply that to myself. You know, it's saying that how could you take on this task? How could you, you know, do this? And you're not being a good representative of your own brand and all of these things. I had to push through all of those things and keep going. Hey, this is James, and I'm here to help you win at work and at home. Let's connect. You can use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session. We're going to walk through the steps that it's going to take for you to start thriving so you can engineer your success and live the life that you love. Come on, sign up today. And now, you know, we're on episode 86 of the Engineer Your Success podcast. We're continuing to improve the value that we're bringing to the community. And a lot of that is because I kept pushing through and I kept asking and seeking feedback from others. And I was open to be able to accept that feedback. And number seven is pretty simple. If you are struggling with being an effective communicator, if you're struggling to present information in a concise way, if you believe that your inability to effectively communicate is holding you back from growing in your career, then hire a coach. Hire a coach that is going to help hold you accountable, 
hire a coach that is going to help guide you toward your journey to engineer your success by becoming a more effective communicator. There's, there are links in the show notes. You can go to that sleek bio link and let's set up a discovery call. If effective communication is the thing that you're struggling with, let's talk. I'm absolutely sure that I can help you overcome that challenges as I've helped other clients overcome that challenge. Whew. Hey, this has been an absolute wonderful episode. And I'm going to also provide a few additional resources or point out a few additional resources that we have that help with effective communication. One is a blog uh, post on the Engineer Your Success webpage. And that one is communicating effectively three practical tips for getting your message across. There's also a few podcast episodes as well. Episode 82, people hear you, but are they listening? Episode 64, success principles through communication and interpersonal skills with Sarah Banowitz. And episode five, one of the early episodes is communicating your way to success. I'm going to end this podcast episode like I end every podcast episode. And it's this, many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. And there's a select group of people that actually follow through, do it, and are living the life of their dreams. They have designed a life where they are winning at work and at home, and they are absolutely loving it. It is my desire for you to join that group, for you to be part of that select few. I want you to be great this week and continue to win at work and at home. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life and it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks.